0: This is the True North Collective Podcast, a gathering of unsugar-coated conversations on wellness, created by the real-life documentation of everyday humans fearlessly
1: finding their true north. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15, our final episode of 2019. Let's get right into the content, talking about what we learned in Season 2. Plus a variety of other topics. Wrap up season two, which, by the way, this is has nothing to do with what I was just going to say, it, but I wanted to say it. Um, we released the podcast on Christmas of two thousand eighteen. We did. did? Yeah, I found. Um, I've been going through a lot of our old text messages, and I found the one where I said we're live, and it was Christmas two thousand eighteen. <gasps> That's Isn't that so cool? cool? So we can we should celebrate. Uh, I said Merry Christmas to us. Uh, yeah. Uh, we released all of our episodes then. So anyway, that was happy, a, not what I was going to say. <laughs> not what happy I was going to say. But um, something else that you and I have been talking about, and I think it is an interesting conversation, um, is social media. And again, a theme that we've carried over of not demonizing social media because it has a pro, its pros and its cons, but um, specifically creating content for our brand and um, for the True North Collective because you and I talk a lot about we, we don't have it all figured out, we want to be authentic, we want to be able to share our experiences, we want to be able to celebrate people, we want to be able to put something out there that doesn't... Just feel like we're doing it to do it, um, which I think is a really interesting conversation because it it's hard because you are creating something to put online potentially. Um, so how to do that and to be authentic, and then also just to be okay with it because I know you and I've had conversations where you post stuff and it's always like, oh, do I like do I want? that online like or does it does it feel like we're trying too hard because you know there's like so many things that you can say to doubt what you're doing and just to be okay with it um so you can maybe talk about that a little bit and I know you shared some thoughts with me
0: yeah I um you know sitting here now I actually think that having conversations with with our guests has helped me get more comfortable putting myself out there and because they're so willing to be vulnerable that um, when you make suggestions about like, can I post this thing? And then I'll be like, Oh, and then I'm like, well, I fucking ask people to answer really soul questions all the time and they go for it. And if I can't do that, then what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, (laughs) And so, I actually think this podcast has helped me um, be able to get more comfortable doing doing it. And I want to acknowledge you because you are always like finding the bits of content that are like interesting that I would never, it's harder to do it for yourself. Of yes.
1: like, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like I'm doing it always for you that are like, what should I post about <laughs> myself? You know, and
0: then I'm like, like poop, I, social media fart. makes me really depressed, so I'm not going to do anything.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. I'm not being very good no, in no. that capacity. <laughs> so, no, it's just funny uh, that you said that because I was actually thinking about that um, when I was trying to do this because I've been posting a lot of pictures and videos of you because <laughs> it's oh, so much easier. I was like, well, we're really putting <laughs> me out there. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, post something about yourself. And I'm like, how do I frame myself? And then I'm like, mm. Am I not interesting? <laughs> like, like when you're trying to do it for you, I'm like, I don't know. Do I say anything interesting? What do I say? <laughs> like, did I? Yeah. And then I posted like that one video myself and I'm like, no one liked it. Everyone likes to shut up and post about Rachel <laughs> when I post about myself. Really? No one no did? One... I love I mean, that one. Not no one, but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it, but yeah, it's yeah. funny because it goes back to like the confidence of like putting yourself out there. So I've actually yeah. been finding, I'm, this is like, pro... I think for now it's fine. Like, I'm just trying to post and actually not look at like, yep. the outcome, just like, okay, you're just gonna put it out there, and then maybe like in a couple weeks, you can reflect back on it all <laughs> like, rather yep. than every single post and being like, oh, I posted a video on myself, yeah, I no liked it, <laughs> never gonna do well, that again, right? Like, you're like, no, you actually just have to keep doing it, and then make a decision later, like tweak the content or I don't know.
0: Well, I think, I mean, I don't know. I want to acknowledge you a lot because I think we both kind of step up in different ways. And I think I'm a big stand for authenticity or whatever the fuck you want to call it, because that word can get really overused. But, um, you know, but then within the social media platform, I think you've really kind of stepped up and, been a stand for how we can do that I tend to be more of a like brand curator and um I think you've done just like a brilliant job of being able to pull push us push me to um bring that to life more within the social media space and I really appreciate you for that um because I know that we wouldn't be where we are if you weren't doing that and Um, like I know that you'll get there to be able to find the, you know, clips and nuggets of you and Mm -hmm. it is easier, you know, to observe others, but, um, that ability to be able to self-observe is like part of your learning too. And part of your journey and, um, yes, you're hilarious. And, you know, if you keep posting stuff about me then people are just going to get to know me and that's probably the only reason why they're liking it because, you know I talk about poop and farts and acne you know but like the more that you put your things out there yeah.
1: like it's the same thing you know um although I'm finding that most of the content that I'm pulling we're talking about poop well, I was like hmm, maybe that's our niche <laughs> we're people that talk about you know people society like as a whole and then we talk about poop and people party.
0: love poop <laughs> I mean they don't but they kind of do
1: I mean, yeah. It's you know, it's Eddie, something that we all pretty much have in common.
0: Yeah, everybody poops. Every poops
1: yep, that book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and I I appreciate too because I know, like, we recently had a conversation about just my I don't know. I've had a journey with marketing and social media just because it was my profession, and you know, then putting myself in the spotlight of that, which I is not usually my way. Um I tend to like to be behind the scenes. Um but I also know that I have like an interesting story to tell and an interesting perspective. And so I've been challenging myself to put myself out there. But um I've struggled with when I put myself out there and like seeing what gets likes versus not and mm-hmm. um and then the comparison um being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur in a field where there's a lot of people who aren't qualified being coaches and there's the one, you know, and there are people that are very qualified. And then there are people that are doing it according to like, you know, the turnkey way to make a return. And that doesn't feel true to me. And so figuring out how to navigate, um, you know, not killing myself trying to keep up with the Joneses and just follow the status quo, just because that's what everybody else is doing. Um, and then finding myself in this place of a hamster wheel of comparison um, has been tough. It's been very real. And, you know, us, me being able to have the dialogue with you, who continues to maintain, like, here's what it is, and still allowing me to have my perspective, um, but then not just commiserating with me of like, yeah, it's the ship thing. And like, meh, like, you're like, yeah, I get those same feelings and, you know, it can be, it can be used for this. And then, uh, I don't know, it's been a really beautiful invitation for me to evolve my, my relationship with social media and evolve the role that it plays in my life and in my business. And, um, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that because, um, I, I mean, I've, I've, been very erratic with it almost in an addictive way of like I'm in it and I'm just like I have to keep up and I have to know and I have to do it to like it's gone like I delete it and and then I'm back on it like you know like needle and arm and yeah um and through my conversations with you I've been able to evolve my relationship with it to the point where I am starting to recognize it as like a business tool for myself where I can also share personal things about myself and um, and that I don't have to follow everybody that yeah. I have originally started following. And I can trust that if something doesn't feel great for me to watch, for whatever reason, I can unfollow and know that that's not a mean thing. That's yeah. just me choosing what space I um, I choose to be in that day. Um, you can always refollow people. And, and then on the flip, it's recognizing that the same might be true for somebody else. Like who I show up as might be really difficult for somebody to see someday, the, you know, cause it's a curation still. Yeah, and that, that now my, my decreases or my increases in likes is not indicative of whether or not I'm a, you know, stellar or whatever. And more so, um, a space whether a space that somebody chooses to play, engage with or not. Which, as a coach, I'm constantly like, if I'm not your coach, awesome. Like, that is very courageous and and powerful for you to recognize that and follow that. And I would prefer you to know and choose not to work with me than to just think that you have to because you feel bad about it. And so to be able to apply that to the social media um, arena has been helpful. I mean, I'm still, I'm still working on it, but it's been helpful. And I really acknowledge you for being there with me in those conversations and allowing me to be where I was and then providing your perspective without needing to steamroll me so that I could continue to evolve with the platform.
1: Yeah. So thank you for saying that. Yeah and like that because I totally get it I mean we talked about this too there are certain people that I genuinely really like in re- and I mean not that I don't like them online but I like them in real life and I, I want to celebrate them and I want to root for them but if I- I've like I've followed them before on Instagram and it, like whatever they're posting it I mean it's com- a complete reflection of me right that it bothers me like maybe they're posting, I don't know, a bunch of pictures of themselves and they have these cute outfits and how they look. And for me, it makes me feel bad. And again, it has nothing to do with them doing, being right or being wrong or doing anything wrong. Like, great. That's fantastic for them. But because of my reaction, I have chose to unfollow them. And again, I still like, I would go for coffee with like, I'm thinking of like a one person in particular, like I would go for coffee with that person. I want what's best for them, I want to celebrate them, but I also just know if I'm sitting by myself at home, like, on the couch, and I'm looking at all their pictures, and how many followers they have, that it just, I, for my own mental health, I can't do it, like, I compare myself too heavily, and thinking, like you said, keeping up with the Joneses, that I have to be, you know, if I don't have as many followers as that person does, or if I'm not posting as frequently, or if I pictures don't have a filter, I don't know, like all this stupid stuff that doesn't matter, but we still think about, um, then there's something wrong with me, right? Um, So I think, yeah, it's just like giving yourself that permission. And then I think also, because I've had that too, where people have unfollowed me and I've noticed, um, and I'm like, oh, there's no bigger insult (laughs) than unfollowing on social media. But then also realizing that they might just have that reaction too. Like, I... I do a lot of cool shit, like, and that's great, but that might actually make other people feel bad about the situation that they're in and, like, they can still like me as a person but not want to see that on the daily and, like, being able to respect that and having that perspective, which I don't think I had a couple of months ago and now I'm like, okay, like, I get it and it's, it's okay. And maybe one day they'll be in a space where they want to see that or maybe they never want who, who fucking cares like that's <laughs> that's fine too yeah um, so yeah I think that's been really cool for me to learn this year and just get more comfortable with it and yeah it's come from those conversations that we've had too so it's I mean it's mutual a mutual learning um but I try my hardest a lot of times when it comes to sharing my own content of just like do it shut off your brain and go for it <laughs> like see what happens but then forgive yourself if it doesn't go as planned I mean not that who cares like it's such a small thing but like if you post a picture and no one likes it who fucking cares if you try something and it's just stupid and people think you're stupid for it who fucking cares like it's not actually a big deal (laughs) like in the big scope of everything that's happening in the world, like it doesn't actually matter. Um, So I think just like trying to think of the macro versus that micro moment and just like do it and almost just move on in a way, like just keep moving forward and realize that unless you're, I mean like you'll eventually figure it out. Like if you post for three months and you never get any likes okay well like maybe change something now but you don't have to be like oh that one picture that one video that one post man well what you know what was like just like let it go think macro and kind of like do it stop to evaluate later on do it evaluate but don't every single thing yeah which i think is harder to do sometimes
0: (laughs) yeah when i like your call out of like acknowledging that the choice to unfollow is based on your own reaction. Like it's not because, so like I choose to unfollow because of my reaction to somebody and like, it's an act of courage and healing. I would say to recognize when like, I'm not in a place where I can like digest this content. I want to be, I mean, ideally there's that, that conversation, but I I really liked your call out of like, it's my reaction. It's not because that person did something that warrants like they deserve to be unfollowed. It's like, I am not in a place where I can digest it in a way that feels good for me. And so, and that also doesn't mean it's a hundred percent across the board. Like I can't digest what they're posting in social media. I'm going to take my own responsibility and, unfollow and I can still hang out with this person you know I I don't know I just I love your simple clarification and nuances there because I it's you taking responsibility without throwing the baby out with the bathwater terrible expression but yeah I
1: get what you're saying yeah so with that thinking back to 2019 our entire season what have you learned we talked about some of it
0: (laughs) What have I learned from 2019? Um, one, I really love being in a business partner with you. That was maybe like one of the biggest ahas from 2019
1: for me. <laughs> um, I'm glowing right now. Oh, any it's true.
0: Yeah, but it's true. I like I re- I realized in 2019 how important it is to find. I know we've talked about it before, like the importance of finding a partner that jives with you, but like mm-hmm. or vibes with you. But truly, like I, I took on partnerships with um, uh, groups and people um, this past year, and not that they were like shitty groups and people. It's just I didn't realize how like great, how lucky I am that like we just mesh so well. Um, and that I just want to keep doing this. Like that was pretty cool, um, to experience. So I, I, I don't think it was necessarily something from any guests. It was, is more so I love doing this. I continue to love doing it. I love doing it with you. I'm like, wouldn't want anyone else in the seat next to me. Um, and I guess, I guess the one thing would be, um, I really learned this year to just keep tr- trying stuff, to keep showing up and giving it a go and not being too attached. And whether that's like guests that we were like, well, should we ask this person? And then we get radio silence or mm-hmm. should we ask this person and we get, you know, we're not really sure. And then it's amazing. And just like kind of going for it. Um, again, it sounds like maybe similar to some things that we've said before but it just maybe it felt like the next layer of experiencing it and I felt like I more viscerally got to um live into it this season so yeah
1: what about you ditto on a lot of that um I would also say I think sometimes it's um like getting getting comfortable with who I am in the sense. This is weird. So I've been listening to a lot of our old episodes, and it's funny because I go back and I listen to season one when I was in Milwaukee, um, and I think I sound amazing <laughs> on the podcast. I'm like, oh, you're so good at that. And then I feel like there have been points in time in season two, um, like for me, where not that. I lost my voice, but kind of like that. I feel like I've been that I'm sort of the, like the novice in the room, if that makes sense. Like, like whether it be on the topic or life experience sometimes, like being the younger one of like, I'm just here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I think getting, like, getting comfortable with that and actually building up like Confidence and um, my my ability to, like, I don't know if leading is the right word or like being a leader, but like not taking the back seat. Because I actually think in late 2018, early 2019, I think part of it was my job and my role that compared to at Spire, where it was like you are leading the troops, right? Like that, that is. That role, I was a leader in the organization. And that, whether you wanna call it skill set, persona, whatever, I think it carries over into other things. Um, And then going to a a job where it was more like sit back and listen, which was a really cool contrast for me because I don't think I did that enough before. Um, But, and I've talked to you a lot about this, but like coming back to the center from a lot of my extremes, because I think a lot of times what, how I live my life, is, I'm open to risk, so I'll jump, and try not to think about it, and (laughs) after I do it, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck, what happened, you know, like, that. that's when I freak out, Um, and then I try to learn something from it, and when I come back the other way, I I feel like I I tend to run to the other extreme, Um, and I've been doing that a lot in my 20s, which I think is a good thing, like, I'm learning a lot from it, but when you're on that roller coaster I guess you can call it, it, it sometimes feels like I'm like where where am I even? like all of a sudden I'm at one extreme and now I'm at another extreme um, And so I think closing at 2019 starting to get closer to the middle again with clarity of which extreme feels, right for me in general and then also potentially in the moment um has been really cool and again this like this is another example of just kind of general life not necessarily from a specific guest on the podcast but also experiencing that in interviewing and and having conversations with our guests of like okay kind of coming back into your own um so that's something I've learned
0: what's interesting to me is that when we started this season, you were actually saying, what if we had more guests on that were like, didn't have it all figured out. And (laughs) so so you kind of did that. And I, it is an important, like it's an important because we all start there and we're all there all the time. Like I'm there in like, you know, you're really comfortable with social media. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh you know, like, yeah. and so it's an important, um, it's an important role to acknowledge. And I'm, even though it might not have, it, even though it felt different than, you know, season one, um, it's cool that we get to capture our evolution through all this too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's all real and that's the point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm also yeah. trying to think, and we had so many good guests on too. So I don't want to like, just because I feel like we both went really um, high level, which is important, but I'm also trying to think of some of the conversations. Um,
0: I think, honestly, too. Danielle Death Doula yeah, was, uh, that was pretty cool. like a big one for me. Um, that, that was a po- paramount, a powerful paramount shift for me around death and a conversation that I've been wanting to have that I kind of like tucked in my back. I don't know, wherever you like hide (laughs) things away. Um, and I wasn't expecting that that it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden there we were having this conversation that I've wanted to have my whole life. And so, um, that was a pretty profound uh, episode for me to record. Yeah. To be honest.
1: I think, um, me to it when we talked to Chelsea about spirituality, um, and I I don't know if I've actually progressed from that point, but I think it brought a lot of awareness for me around how I feel like in my adult life I lack spiritual wellness and. Want more of it, and again, I don't. Like, since that conversation, I can't say that I've done been that intentional in finding a a path to get there, but it did shed light for me on hey, this is something that is like it it is important, and it's probably something that in your life you're not focusing a lot on, and that. Potentially is causing a lot of maybe not a lot, but it's causing some of the emotional distress that you experience sometimes when you feel like you're not necessarily connected to something greater than your everyday. I think that can, like, it can cause us to lose perspective. So, that's something that again, I I don't think I've made. Much progress on it, but the awareness of having that conversation sparked something in me.
0: Cool. And that's something that takes a lifetime to, yeah.
1: you know, spiritual illness. You can just pick yeah. up on your way home from work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the other thing that's kind of cool for me is that a lot of our guests were from Dallas, like yeah. people that I've
1: met in,
0: I mean, for some people, I brought them on not even having known them a year. And you know, as much as I can sit there and be like, oh, Dallas doesn't feel like home and blah, 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 blah. Like, I've met some really fucking cool people. Really and
1: <laughs> every
0: single one of them was just like, I'd be like, oh, I have this rinky-dink podcast. And they were like, hell yes, you know. And, um, I, you know, I can't necessarily say that that has always been the case for us where people are like absolutely game. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it says a lot about... um. Me, I think it says a lot about us, and I think it says a lot about, you know, the people that I've met in Dallas, and I I don't ever want to belittle that. Like, yeah. that's, like, a cool thing for me to remember is, like, even though Dallas isn't home, it's played a humongous role in the, along my journey, like, unforgettable.
1: Yeah. I love that. And I'm excited to yeah. come visit you there. Yeah. <laughs> Finally.
0: It's gonna be so fun. And plus, yeah,
1: and I'm like, I feel like I have a community in Dallas, and I've never been to Texas. <laughs> I know. I know. People, and some people will really probably, cool.
0: know, yeah, some people will probably know you because,
1: um, yeah. because your voice. So it's cool. <laughs> like I recognize that voice. Yeah, that's yeah. Really cool. I also liked our conversation on honoring the contrast between and within all of us. That was really cool for me. Um, yeah. When we spoke with Brooke, because I, I think in. A lot of ways I when Brooke was speaking, I'm like, yes, like I I can absolutely connect with you and your experiences and maybe how other people potentially perceive you and in navigating that because it yeah, it, it we talked about it in the podcast, but I can reiterate it I guess again here. Like when I view myself, I do not see what other people I think perceive me as um and what you know not to say it's like a, it's good or bad but it's always interesting of like but no I can be um you know tough and I can be brave but I can actually be really sensitive and emotional too it just depends on the scenario it depends on the you know who I'm with um so that we are so multi-dimensional and also giving yourself permission not to put yourself in a box because I think it can be like oh no well I am this persona I am this brave person and I must be this person all the time um, and so having that conversation with someone else who I feel like had had gone through experiences similar to me or had similar emotions to me um, and then like I said kind of feeling like the novice in a lot of this just with less life experience it was cool to hear someone that was further along in life and, and hearing their perspective on it and being like oh like that actually makes a lot of sense um, so that was yeah. really cool for me
0: yeah. oh, there's. I mean, and then I was like, oh my God, Arlene. Like, I'm just like thinking I know. <laughs> about all of them. I'm just like, man, we had a good lineup. We really did. Really and true. I love that we're going into season three. It feels so
1: good. I know. I'm excited. And I'm excited for, you and I were talking about this when we were just talking about even content creation. And I'm excited for this community that we're building because it's something, like to me, community is probably one of, I mean, it's definitely in, like my top five core values of things that I want um, and I really value and I feel like I need to feel happy and we're really starting to build a community of people whether they're listening to the podcast or they've been on the podcast of just people that they obviously have different experiences but they're all open-minded they're all kind of you know willing enough to take a risk I mean even if they're hesitant towards it at first it is sort of like you said a risk of okay, here are these people that are inviting me on this podcast and I'm going to share my story in a public forum. Um, there's risk in that, so the, this community of people that are willing to take that kind of risk and to get vulnerable, um, which I think we surround ourselves with people that are pretty remarkable, um, but because not everyone's willing to do that, so I think that's been really cool to see that grow and even starting to think about season three of like, why are we doing this? What are we trying to do? And like, people that are reaching out and saying, hey, I want to hear about this topic. And it's like, okay, well, come on the podcast and talk about it with us. Yeah. You know, which is, like, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, rather than being yeah. like, let's find an expert. Yeah. And, and not that that's cool, too. But, uh, like, you know, but rather than just being like, oh, let's go to the expert on this topic. It's like, no, let's just talk to someone who's literally saying, hey, no one's talking about this. Or yeah. maybe I'm having with it. Yeah. like, And then, like, talk about that side of it, too, because... We do. I mean, we like to be like, okay, here's the answer and a bow. And I think sometimes people are also attracted to that because it feels easy. And they're like, cool, here's someone that knows everything. But it's like, what about when you're in the middle of it? Like, what about that part of it? Um, which kind of speaks to a lot of what we've been talking about today. It's just like, you don't have to be an expert. You just have to be a step ahead of someone else to be able to share knowledge and relate to them. And like it, And honestly, when you're just a step ahead, potentially, in some sort of process everything's a lot fresher too so there's things that we can all teach each other even if you're at the early stages of something which is cool well,
0: and to me it's like and it doesn't even have to be a step ahead it can also just be like same place, <laughs> a step or a step inward like yeah because when you are connected with your own experience then it doesn't matter where you are compared to anyone else like you're connected with your experience which has merit and when you aren't connected with your experience now you're just trying to you know relay somebody else's um but that's why somebody who's wrestling with a topic i actually want to talk to them because it sounds like they're connected to what they're going through which means that's real that's visceral that's maybe a step ahead of, like, somebody else who's just following the protocol, you know? Yeah, or yeah. doesn't
1: have the awareness.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we came in with this season, well, you came in with this season really gung-ho about making friends as adults. Mm-hmm. Where are you at now that the year is basically, yeah. or the season's basically over?
1: I think I'm in a... Well, I'm definitely in a different place. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I... I feel like opening up the conversation and starting with a podcast and then even having it extend into conversations that I've had with other people has been really good for me just to realize that it wasn't just me. I've had a, had a narrative and I mean, still sometimes do, um, which I've expressed in the podcast, of feeling like I don't do a good job of making friends or I struggle with, Having deeper relationships, or if I look at all my relationships, I don't have friends from that are still really close with me from childhood or even high school and like hardly college, right? And that has always been a narrative that I've held thinking that I wasn't good at it. Um, so I think having the conversation and realizing that other people feel that way also Taking, which I started to do last year too, but like taking accountability when I moved to San Luis Obispo of you need to be intentional about making friends, um, which I don't think I did a good job of doing in Milwaukee. It was, I mean, everything else always came before friendship and therefore, (laughs) because I didn't put any effort into it. I didn't really find, and not that I didn't put any effort into it, but not as much as I am now. Um, But, it, I mean, the effort or lack of effort compared, like, the results kind of matched the amount of time I spent (laughs) focusing on that. Um, So, realizing that now. And then, I think just forming – actually, it was Thanksgiving night. So, Bijan and I went and we had had dinner and we were having a conversation about friends and my friends here in San Luis Obispo and just in general. And also realizing – how dynamic friendships can be and again I like—I just don't think I ever really, maybe I didn't put any thought into it or I just I don't know, maybe it wasn't there I don't know but I was looking at my close circle of friends and just feeling so much gratitude especially because we were talking about just how different each friendship is and what you go to for one friend um, you know, is different than what you go to for another. And I, I don't know if I ever really had that, like the depth of a friendship where I could say like, Hey, this is this friendship for me and it's special. Um, I talked about one of my friends that I have who is older than me. And I'm like, I feel like we sort of have a a sisterly friendship and how she's sort of my older sister. Right. And we have like that relationship. Um, and then I have another friend who, is this amazing listener and we're, we're closer, like we're in the same kind of stages of life. Um, so our conversations are, are different. And I feel like this friend, he knows a lot of things about me that maybe some of my other friends don't know, but just because he is such a good listener and he listens without judgment. Um, and also is kind of, I don't want to say in the same place in life because I think that's not true, but like closer to my age where I feel like he just gets it. And then you know, I have other friends that are other things, um, and so it's been like a, I don't know. It's just been really cool for me to reflect back now that I I have these more established friendship friendships, excuse me, um, and to s- just feel so grateful for them, and realize that being intentional with building friendships, like how important it really is, um, and without hopefully not holding on too heavy with it, but or I don't know, holding on too hard. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Holding on, um, like being able to think that these friendships are friendships that will last a long time. So putting less pressure on myself to wonder what's wrong with me just because I don't have friends from high school still, you know, that kind of letting that go um, and just kind of moving forward and remembering the importance of, showing up for people and, and making time for them and, and then realizing that some of those friendships might go away at some point too. And, you know, that's okay, but it's been, yeah, it's been, it's quite quite the journey.
0: <laughs> well, and what I heard in that is, well, what I heard from like all of you this whole season is the importance of not stuffing questions and inquiries and curiosities that we have that we're unsure of and giving ourselves the space to explore and unpack um which by you kind of putting it out there of like I don't know about this and I'm unsure about it like you could have very easily been like oh I'm not gonna talk about that like that's we Like, whatever, you could have totally, like, negated yeah. what was happening for you. And you didn't. You said it and you kind of, like, let yourself go on that journey of ga- gaining clarification. Um, And so the importance of being able to pose the questions and put out there the things that are going on in our lives so that we can, we can learn from one another, so that we can mm-hmm. be witnessed, so that we can... um you know, get uncomfortable, get more comfortable, all the things, um, so that you can get to a place where you're like, okay, I got all these different insights and I can take what's working and I can leave what doesn't. And 10 years from now I can, maybe it's a different set of things that works and a different set of things that doesn't work that I leave behind. Um, but it's a set of data points that you didn't have before around a topic that could have felt a lot bigger and a lot scarier potentially in the big void of, you know, of your brain. Not that your brain is a void, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying, Rachel?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like my brain goes to all the places (laughs) if it doesn't have any parameters. And so, um, but, you know, you put it out there and you allowed yourself to get some new fences and um, you'll continue to. Instead of it being this big, scary thing that you lock away and, um, kind of gets a mind of its own and who knows where I can go from there. So,
1: and I think breaking, I I keep saying this, but breaking down narratives too, just breaking down old stories of, I I think I told you this, but like a while ago I was feeling really sad and like, no one's ever going to visit me in San Luis Obispo from my old life. You know, like whatever. (laughs) that story yeah and it was funny in that same week I had two people that reached out um, to me one my college friend who is coming to visit next week um, Mm -hmm. which is really exciting and then uh, a friend from Milwaukee too saying that they were going to be close by and that one ended up not working out but you know it's it's funny sometimes the the stories that we tell ourselves, and then also just how things work out like, just in that moment of, like, I didn't say anything to either of those people about, you know, me being sad that I didn't think anyone was ever going to visit me, and then just kind of out of the blue, like, people, people show up, which I think is a, another lesson, too, of just trusting that things will work out, and, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's cool to feel loved in that way, um, yeah, and accept
0: it, so yeah. Yeah, so how do you think, Ending this season, you live currently live at True North.
1: <laughs>
0: I have no idea what I'm gonna answer. There's like gonna be off- it's gonna be an off the cuff like yeah. turquoise, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. I feel like this is sort of stolen from you, so I'm going to give you credit, um, but you said it to me and it has been kind of milling around in my brain quite a bit going into 2020, but trying to, and this is not, well, okay, I'll say the word and this is your word, so okay, your credit, but you said solitude to me before, um, and I was interpreting that in my own brain of like, okay, I'm like, oh, interesting. And I think I've been doing a lot of that too, trying to figure out who I am, who I want to be, what matters to me, especially as the days of my twenties are fleeting. Um, but doing it in a way that blocks out, like it, doing it in a way that accepts other people around me, accepts and celebrates the relationships I have but blocks out sort of the opinions of others and like things that I don't need because I think in historically I've rather than accepting people for where they're at and blocking out opinions that don't work for me those people end up just getting pushed out of my life because I haven't known how to handle it in a way that was healthy for me so it just ends up like these these relationships just diminish and go away um so at the end of 2019 trying to figure out how to kind of stand in my own going into 2020 without just like pushing people away that don't work with where I'm at right now if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so I don't know if I have a word for that. I'm only borrowing your word because that's the closest thing I could think of. <laughs> was my was my word sovereignty? Oh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. i <laughs> oh, like solitude. I don't, remember I don't know. I Never mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't your word. I'm given you credit for a but word you didn't you were, say. But then when
0: you were explaining it, I was like, I think she meant sovereignty. What am that's
1: I, funny. What that's really funny. But I like <laughs> solitude. That's like your take on it. Well, I'm yeah. Happy. That's your, okay. So maybe it wasn't your. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I have my own. <laughs> I thought you said solitude. Maybe that's what I heard in my brain. Kind of similar uh, idea, though. I was like, solitude. Like being being alone, but still allowing myself to be connected. Okay, yeah, never yeah. mind. So it wasn't your word. Now I feel better. Because I was like, man, I don't want to copy Rachel. I was like, that was really good. <laughs> I, I think sovereignty is something that I'm
0: practicing. Yeah. And that I'm living into. Um, which to me means, similar to what you're saying, but it's like, how can I stand solidly and powerfully as me, Mm -hmm. um, no matter what kind of comes my way, being able to accept and honor and love the things that exist outside of myself without having to like change who I am, like being fully me while you are fully you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, that's what I'm, I, I, I practice a lot. Um, I've started practicing a lot over the last few months. Um, but I would say how the word that actually came up for me when I was asking you the question and I did not know how I was going to answer <laughs> <Terrible>. was, <laughs> was um, surrender. I mm. think that this past year has been, um, me living my true north has been surrendering into what is and experiencing what it's like to be me with what is. Um, no matter, you know, whether I'm like, freaking out whether i'm frustrated whether i'm elated um just allowing myself to be in that experience and not have to have it be anything else um and then surrender to when it's time to move forward and so it's like not holding on too tight um to what is but allowing myself to just continuing to surrender to the next um moment that is, and what I'm ready for. And that has felt, um, not always easy. And I guess I would say I acknowledge myself for actually, I feel like I actually did that. Um, so yeah, I think that would be my word this year.
1: That's awesome. I also like that I asked you and answered this question back in November, like not even a month ago. And not that they're that different, but I always love how it just evolves because you said self-forgiveness, which is, I mean, kind of, and like, yeah. kind of similar in some ways. And I said finding peace and like trusting that it'll all work out, which I don't know. I mean, it's all some, somewhat connected, but I just like how yeah. the, like that it, it is fluid and it doesn't have to be the same thing every day, which is
0: cool. Yeah. yeah if it was, then... Life would be pretty boring.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All okay. right. Anything else that you want to talk about to close out season two?
0: I don't think so. I'm so excited. We have like a good, super lineup coming at you quickly. Um, we really for do. twenty <laughs> For 2020. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I guess I would just say like your comment about the community, about community was a poignant one and, you know, throw the topics our way and what conversations are you guys, what things are you wrestling with? Um, you know, we pull our dialogue very much from raw real life, real time. And we know that we're just two individuals in a conglomerate of, you know, the universe of existence. And so, um, i'm sure anything that you've been wrestling with we too are wrestling with it uh or have or will be and it's relevant so um i'm just excited to continue the conversation um yeah
1: yeah i will i'll also add um season three will be a little different um in the sense that, one, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I hope it's true. I think we're gonna be producing more content, um, which will be cool. Not just with having guests come on the podcast like we've been doing, but I think Rachel and I are gonna have some more conversations on certain topics, and also in that potentially just inviting people to come have a conversation with us on that topic. Um, maybe bringing some people back from season one and season two. Uh, Not necessarily just to share the story and introduce them, but to go deeper into topics like privilege or whatever topics kind of come up, finding, following your passion, changing jobs, whatever it may be, Um, but just inviting some conversations around a topic and carrying over some themes and ideas from season two, hopefully bringing in um, some people of a a wiser and more experienced generation even to come on the podcast and talk about their experiences. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we're really excited about and like Rachel said, it's all stemming from conversations we're having on the podcast or um, conversations that people have reached out to us or topics that people have reached out to us about. Um, So yeah, share with us. Let us know. This is not just obviously for us. We want to make sure that the conversations we're having are having an impact on the people that listen to them. So, share.
0: I'm I'm currently raising up my wine spritzer, oh. made with made with red wine,
1: not World white. wine,
0: red wine and seltzer, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan says is disgusting, but I quite <laughs> like it. So, um, cheers to 2019 and i'm excited for 2020
1: i am too i don't have a glass but i'm choosing with my here i'm going click hand
0: i'm cl- i have a click also it. have a bowl of chewed up pits for my olive. so <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a toast. oh you What's... should
0: see my spread right here i got quite a spread right. going on
1: Oh uh, well thanks rachel yeah You're the best. I can't believe it. Where does the time go? Where does the time go? Seriously. This has been another episode of the True North Collective podcast. For more from Rachel and I, check us out on the gram at the True North Collective underscore. If you liked this podcast, rate us, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Otherwise, until next time.